on this episode of Why Watch That. Sylvie don't want nothing to do with no Emily. Oh my god. Emily is coming to Paris. She doesn't know a lick of French. Mm-mm-mm. And she's American. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So already that's a problem. Also, she's a cute, you know, cute little 20-something-year-old. Mm. Sylvie doesn't like that. The one word she will know, and that the ref knows. <laughs> and you'll see why I'm saying it and why the ref is laughing, is this. <laughs> now, what does that word mean? Well, that word might encapsulate this entire show. Now, I won't tell oh. you what that means. You'll find out. Mm-hmm. Sean Bean is showing up, which we always love it when he when it happens. But the question then becomes, does he die in the first episode? Um, <laughs> when I see her name, I go, uh-oh, <laughs> something weird is about to happen. She is she and Tilda Swinton can't be in the same room together. I think people's brains would melt. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch, watch that. that. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and businesses well. You know, Critic, I got mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EM here Uh in Los Angeles and it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan whether you're an entrepreneur or not Go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek? We have sneak peeks, don't we? Now, I'm not going to promise that these sneak peeks pair well together like wine and cheese. (laughs) Maybe it may be more like wine and you know pork rinds i'm not sure <laughs> so we'll, we'll see about that the first one we're going to talk about is coming to us from a very famous well-known producer but before we get into that it's called emily in paris and it's on netflix it's a tv series and it is coming out today or not today sorry um friday october the 2nd so this week and it comes to us from blah, 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 Darren Star. That's right. The creator of Sex and the City, the creator of Younger. I mean, yeah. what else? It just. That says it all. It, it really does. And it's called Emily in Paris, like I said. So, hmm, that should say a couple things. It was entirely directed by Andrew Fleming. So interesting in itself it stars lily collins which that should be familiar to you and then a bunch of french people but i will say that faith prince shows up (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and if you don't know who Faith Prince is, well, she's a famous Broadway star, but she's also um, was in The Last Dragon. Anyway, she had a, a very memorable performance in that, but has done many great Broadway things. But that's that's really it, who you would know um, offhand, except for Kate Walsh who is sprinkled through just very, very, very tiny, tiny, tiny little, um, in Ashley Park. You may know her if you're, if you're into musicals and things like that. Other than that, it's a, it's a, it seems to be a French based cast outside of those, um, folks. We both watched it in its entirety. I'm going to let you take it. And then I'm going to sprinkle myself throughout Mm-hmm. So, we have Emily played by Lily Collins. Um, and uh, what is she like, a marketing executive or something? Yeah, pharmaceutical yeah. companies for everything. I mean, she's just a, a marketing uh, junior executive. We have to mm-hmm. make that clear. Yes. So, something happens that causes her to have to work in Paris. You'll find out what that is. And she's leaving a boyfriend in the States and all of that to go to Paris. So you can already imagine Darren Starr writing this, what's going to happen. Now, she gets to Paris and all of a sudden she's in the Devil Wears Prada. (laughs) Literally, just about. (laughs) So she has a boss in Paris um, who is played by Philippine Leroy uh, Beaulieu. And that's Sylvie. Sylvie don't want nothing to do with no Emily. Oh my God. Emily is coming to Paris. She doesn't know a lick of French. Mm-mm-mm. And she's American. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So already that's a problem. Also, she's a cute, you know, cute little 20-something-year-old. Mm. Sylvie doesn't like that. Now, th- she also has some other co-workers there. Um, and they do what they do. I'm not going to get into it. So, the other thing, Emily has to move in someplace, right? Some apartment building. Of course. And who does she meet at this apartment building? You know who mm. she meets. Some handsome man. And you'll chef. see how they meet. He's a yeah. chef. That's right. So what's that like? Now, of course, you go, oh, are they going to have a relationship? Of course, there's an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Remember, she's got a boyfriend. What does he have? Uh-oh. Now, the whole point of her coming to Paris is to show them, you know, how the Americans do it, especially in social media. That's her expertise. Now, I mean, Sylvia's like, this, we... <laughs> we represent luxury brands. You're representing pharmaceuticals. Why are you here? Literally, she says it. Yeah. What are you doing here? Well, we'll find out. Now, of course, you know that Emily's going to make mistakes, and but then she'll pull it out in the end. She's going to come up with some yeah. great idea. You know that there'll be all kinds of men who come in and out of her life mm-hmm. of various stations. There are fashion designers. There are other designers. There are chefs. There are... Are, are people who are friends of friends and so on and so forth. So, you know, the boyfriend in the States ain't long for this world. <laughs> so, as we're moving through, the question will be, will Emily be able to win Sylvie over the rest of her French colleagues over? How will she be able to do that again? Will she be able to overcome all of the mistakes she makes? Will she learn anything in French to say anything like one line? Okay. You'll see that as well. And the one word she will know, and that the ref knows, 
and you'll see why I'm saying it and why the ref is laughing is this <laughs> now what does that word mean well that word might encapsulate this entire show now I won't tell you oh. what that means you'll find out so do you want me to continue here ref because really it ain't right, nothing much ahead, to nice say to yeah outside of, for the plot no yeah so I'll, I'll just say this here's mm-hmm. oh sorry yeah go ahead mm-hmm. The thing about it is, this is coming from the guy, like we said, from Younger and and Sex in the City. If those shows are like, oh my gosh, I love every episode, I will have to caution you that this isn't as niche or quirky or um, developed. It is more candy, shall we say? It is... Yeah, it's um, like spree candy, um, though. It's... it's yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna let you take over because I I don't I didn't want to end this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why. I the climate that we're in right now, and you know, with you know the the cultural shifts that are happening throughout the world, the medical shifts, political shifts, a lot of things are happening, and I honestly have to say this as tenderly as possible, but. I do have to, it is Darren Star, so you know what you're getting, but I'm, I'm not sure if we, if I want to invest in another non-BIPOC experience that is sort of fairy tale. I'll just say that. A non-BIPOC, you know, I come in and I show everybody the American way and I win and, and I, I, I'm just, and then, and then you've got, you know, some BIPOC sprinkled as support again i'm just kind of over that for right now and i think that the person this will appeal to will be of that sort of the sort of you know that's what you want to see so Um, that that much i'll say and with that uh yeah and, and and off of that um they at the beginning of each episode um and each episode is a half an hour. It's, you know, it's not a big commitment here. Yeah, it moves along. You're right. It, yeah, I mean, we finished it. Um, yeah. Because it's like you said, it's like that candy. You can just watch it and just, you know, veg out and just, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, um, So yeah. if you want to have that moment, like the ref is saying everybody, then have it. Have right. that moment. Yeah, right, yeah. 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 But what kept standing out to me at the beginning, ref, was MTV Studios production. Oh, yeah. MTV Studios production. I was like, "Is was this for MTV? Because that's what it seems like. It seems like a Darren Star show for MTV. Like you were saying, it is shallow. Um, and my main problem is this. There were no stakes. I didn't feel any danger. I didn't care. When you watch Sex in the City, some, seems like frivolous things. But when you really think about that show, no, yeah. Parker especially and everyone else, there are stakes to the love. There are losses you know it's coming. It hurts. All of that. There's something in there. Younger, of course there's stakes. The whole time you're watching it, you're like, oh my goodness, are they going to find her out? That's missing here. You don't have any of that at all. Also, like you were saying, where's the quirkiness? The quirkiness of a Sarah Jessica Parker. The quirkiness of a Sutton Foster. Where is it? That's the magic of Darren Starr when his work is really good. He takes stereotypes adds quirk and interesting actors and stakes to it. And then it turns it into art along with it being candy. Mm-hmm. Here we just have a candy and I've got, I'm, I'm going to need a root canal. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, here we do have the stereotypes, but instead of having an illusion of shallowness, it's just shallow. And that's a problem. I mean, if you are a Francophile, you might be horrified. Yeah, it, 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 you would be offended. Yeah. You would be, as a French person, I would be offended. Because it's all of their stereotypes, but without the smart writing. That's a problem. So then it just lands as a stereotype. Uh, now, performance-wise, um, some people try. Ashley Park tried. She did. So she plays uh, someone who becomes Emily's friend. She is someone the best friend. That's right. BIPOC best friend. There you go. She's not French. She's from China. She has a whole story there, but she knows French. (laughs) Okay. So she helps Emily with that. (laughs) And she has this whole thing going on, but it wasn't developed enough. And you go, okay, they cast at Ashley Park, a Tony nominee for Broadway musicals. Is she going to sing? Yes. Like yes. things things you see coming a mile away. But again, it's not developed. And so on and so forth. So again, you can watch this easily. You can just turn off your brain, be transported to Paris. But the whole time, I was not only thinking of better things from Darren Starr, Sex in the City and Younger, but also, again, The Devil Wears Prada, which is mm-hmm. better. It's better. We have the same, uh, Patricia Field is doing the costumes again. Same thing. It's just an extremely lightweight TV version of that movie. Yeah. So there that is. And it is what it is. But we're not going to leave you high and dry. We've got yet another. I don't know much about this. So I'm eager to hear what you have to say. You got a chance to see a sneak peek of um, Processor Uncut. Processor colon. Possessor. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't read. Possessor. (laughs) colon uncut so this is in theaters I don't see any in the notes that it's going to be on demand so you might have to venture out in order to see this unfortunately or fortunately for you Um, this is I just don't know much about it Uh, I can tell you that it's directed by um, Brandon Cronenberg and he wrote it I don't know much about Brandon but I know he does interesting I suppose, work. Yeah, and he's the son of David Cronenberg, the visionary director of, like, Scanners and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so he has lineage. Yes, yes. We've does. got a very familiar cast. We've got Christopher Abbott coming in, Catch-22, uh, among other things. Jennifer Jason Lee, who I feel like is making a comeback. Like, she's... She, I'm seeing her more and more in things, and, and I can't say that I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. Sean Bean is showing up, which we always love it when he when it happens, but the question then becomes does he die in the first episode? <laughs> um <laughs> and other people are sprinkling through. I don't know what possessor is or processor as I said before. <laughs> it it looks a little horrifying. I'm sure it's it's a it's a thriller kind of, you know, scary movie. Yeah, all so of so this is preparing you for what Halloween question is, is reality scary enough? Do we really need to venture out to add more scary? Who knows? You're going to tell yeah. us. Yeah. Well, this is certainly not the scary that we're thinking about in the real world. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a uh, sci-fi horror. That's where we are. Um, which makes sense from the Cronenberg name. Now, 
Andrea Riseborough, who when I see her name, I go, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, something weird is about to happen. She is, she and Tilda Swinton can't be in the same room together. I think people's brains would melt. It's that kind of thing. So she stars as Tasha Voss. And Tasha Voss is someone who is, let me see if I can make this make some sense. They use brain implant technology for her to be implanted into someone else's body, into their brain, into their psyche. And she controls them. So that's her job. She's this agent who does that. Now, this doesn't happen voluntarily. So essentially, these people are pawns for someone else who wants to seek revenge on a certain person. So for instance, if you want someone to die, you hire this company, they'll implant her into the somebody's head, they will carry out the murder and then kill themselves. Oh. Okay, that's why it's called possessor. Now, what are the dangers of being someone who possesses someone else? You can't just enter people's minds. We know that much from sci-fi. If you go into someone else's mind, that is fraught territory. So what are the safeguards they have for that? What's the training she had to have for that? What is the preparation she has to have in order to be able to inhabit these people's brains? Because she also has to be able to uh, move like them and kind of talk like them so that the people around them don't go, wait a minute, you're not who you are. Or maybe that's a good thing because they don't want this to be found out when these murders go down. So at the opening of this movie, we see this happen, but we don't know what we're watching. So I won't tell you exactly how that plays out, but it is gruesome. This is again, sci-fi horror. And what they used here, they didn't use CGI. They went old school, prosthetics. So that was an interesting thing to see. So we have that introduction. And then there's this new case that she's put on where she has to be implanted into a character played by Christopher Abbott. His name is Colin Tate. Now they tell her, and her boss, by the way, is played by Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. So they tell Voss, they go, look, at most you need to be in his mind for three days. That's as long as you can be in there or weird things are going to happen. So you know what's going to happen. Because the thing is, if you're in someone's brain and they're strong enough, maybe their psyche fights yours. What would be the result of that? And what is the thing they want him to do? Now, also, Voss has a husband or ex-husband and a child. So when she comes out of these people, when she comes back to being herself, is she still herself? She has to pass a battery of tests to prove that she is who she was before she was implanted. But what are the losses? You can't just come out of that unscathed. What are the losses of that? Can she remember who her child is? She has to prepare herself to meet the family again. And uh, the ex-husband is played by Russ of Sutherland, who is, yes, one of Donald Sutherland's sons, another one. So he's there as well. And what's that like? And then there's also a character played by Tuppence Middleton, who's connected to Christopher Abbott's character. And you'll see what that is. So in the end, really, the question is, what's going on here when it comes to your own psyche? What does it mean to be you? And what happens to that when you're someone else? Also, when you are in someone else's brain, what happens to them? Where do they go? So that's the thing that's being explored here. And what I'll say is, this is coming to us from Neon. Of course it is. And it's a Neon movie. It is crazy. But I will say that I was interested by the thought behind it. So if you're someone who likes horror, 
then I would say, especially psychological horror, I would say watch this. It's not your typical kind of horror movie. It's more like um, uh, Ex Machina, if you like that kind of thing, um, then this could work for you. So that's where I would go with it. It Again, it is more of a singular movie-going experience. Um, I can't say that I enjoyed it. I was intrigued by it. I think that the performances were really good um, in this. I mean, some strange stuff going on. Everybody here came and did their work and they were ready to go. So there you go. Again, if you're an Ex Machina fan, directed by Alex Garland, anything that he did, I think that this might work for you. And there you go. If if you want to venture out (laughs) and really just be weirded out, then Possessor Uncut is the movie for you. Well, there you have it. You have Emily in Paris. You can stay home and watch that. Or you can venture out to get possessed. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you. 